0: Hello everybody, my name is Rune Aldred and welcome to the Nerdgasmic Goodfellas Presents The Drinking Corner. I'm here accompanied, as always, by my good friend, the Boss Foss. As always, I'm not
1: always here, but hi. Hi hey, hey, everybody, I'm Boss
0: Foss. You're here 99% of the oh time, gosh. man. Um, instead of doing what we we're talking about, where Mr. Retro would have been hosting this episode, we are doing oh a gosh. Raw Thoughts <laughs> episode in which we uh, just talk about shit that comes randomly to our heads, and we just keep going for as long as we can. Like a marathon, we just keep running with it. Just run with the topic and never stop. But, uh, Mr. Boss Foss, how are you since the last podcast?
1: I'm doing well, you know, just living, living the dream. What, what's the dream? I uh, am sitting on the couch all day playing video games while I uh, wait to get employed and wait to go back to school. Yeah, that
0: that 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 sounds like the dream, the dream of a typical twenty-five to twenty-six-year-old.
1: While also um, continuing to harass my apartment complex to fix my washing machine. The, that yeah, that that definitely for four sounds four
0: weeks like- now. That definitely sounds like living the dream. You know, when when our forefathers arrived here on the boats, they're definitely thinking, you know what the American dream is, my friend? And they're like, what, Charles? They're like, our ancestors down the line, they're going to be sitting on this furniture known as a sofa, sitting around doing nothing while harassing their landowners about a washing device. The American
1: dream. The American Dream.
2: Yeah. American dream. Every
1: every two days I have to call the apartment complex to say, hey, any updates? It took them three weeks. Because so immediately they sent out a maintenance guy. The maintenance guy saw our washer and said, Oh yeah, it's the bearings out. Um, it's badly dinged up because we had ran it a couple times not knowing the bearing was out. And it destroyed the uh drink pipe which caused the massive uh, leak into our apartment, which we didn't know about until it was too late. Um, thankfully, not much damage that we can tell. But we also can't move the washer. Because it's the way that it's set up is the laundry closet in our apartment is at the end of the hall. And it's like three, four inches on either side of the washer to be able to actually shimmy it over. So we can't pull it out without destroying more things. So that's why we're like, let the apartment handle it. Yeah, maintenance said, it it has to be replaced. I cannot fix it um, in here. So we're like, all right, perfect. And he says, I'll let the uh, apartment manager know. So he tells the apartment manager, the apartment manager, uh, from what we were told, put in the notice and then took a week-long vacation. So the entire week, um, resident services was not being contacted to find out what's going on with our washer. Uh, it served like, because it was, we had maintenance look on a Thursday and then we had came back on that following Tuesday to the apartment complex and was like, hey, uh, sorry, Katie was next to me. Um, it was like, hey, what's what's the status? How long are we going to be without a washer? You know, we're we're not wanting to go to a laundromat, but we understand that we're probably going to have to. And they said, "Oh yeah, no, this this kind of stuff, you know, not not 100% certain." Resident Services just got back from their vacation, so there it'll be a couple days for them to go through all the emails they have. But you know, it shouldn't be too long. This process typically takes a couple months. But she says, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. So every two days, I called. It took them three and a half weeks before the apartment manager finally told me, hey, resident services will be by tomorrow. I'm like, all right, great. The entire day. And I know you already know this. So I'm explaining for everybody. And I'm sorry. This is a very long-winded explanation. Yeah, this, right.
0: this is what it's about. The long, deep conversations of life.
1: <laughs> so it took three weeks. And I was told resident services is going to be by tomorrow. I'm like, all right, perfect. So the following day, I got everything cleared out. And what um, our apartment manager has said is I that he'll call me before resident services comes out. I was like, all right. So I, I get the entire pathway cleared out so that way resident services would be able to get the washer out and do what they got to do. So two o'clock comes around the following day. I still haven't heard from them. So I, I see that they're in office and I call. And the manager picks up and he says, oh, yeah, I was just about to come over there. Uh, Resident services isn't able to come in. So I was going to look for the washer." I'm like, all right. He says, yeah, I'll be there in a couple minutes. I'm like, all right, perfect. Well, that couple minutes turns into 15, turns into 30, turns into a couple hours later. and It's like 4.30. Still haven't heard from them. And they, they close at five. So I uh, go down to the leasing office, walk in, to find the manager sitting at his desk, uh, BSing with another lady at the uh, office. And it was like, hey, you know, what's happening? And Luis goes, oh, yeah, I just dropped his name. I'm so sorry. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, he says, oh, yeah, I was just on my way there. He says, I'll come with you right now look at your washer. So he walks up, I show him the picture, he goes, yeah, that's that's a pretty bad leak. And he takes our washer, kind of goes like that, puts it back. Like a couple inches, sorry, he shifts it over a couple inches and then puts it back. I forgot that it's, going to tell what I'm also visually doing. It. He looks at me and he says, okay, I'll put in the request of resident service. And then he walks out the door before me and katie can process the fact that he just said that he's going to put in the request which means this last three weeks that the office has been telling us yeah he put in the notice resident services is going through yeah we can see resident services um he hadn't put in the notice which uh, i forgot to mention when i had went into the office um the day prior when I was told hey yeah it's supposed to be by tomorrow, they were t- like in their file,
2: it said that our washer was already uh, taken care of and fixed. Like. <laughs> what the fuck.
1: Um, hang on one sec, I'm sorry. Hello. Yes.
0: For those of mm-hmm. whom who are just listening instead of watching, the boss fox just received a very important phone call.
2: Yeah, Possibly I got a phone call from, from the Katie, Katie Waffle. Um,
1: <laughs> I got a phone call from her. She uh, she was asking if I had set a timer for the bread.
2: Which, timer for As what? you can see,
1: it, the bread. I, I'm making bread right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, as you can
1: see, it is slowly counting down. I have I have it on my phone right now. I've got like two minutes. Left. Uh, take the bread out what type of bread white bread oh it was like an easy easy bake thing i'm still learning the whole process anyway so that was like five days ago so i went in two days ago because ever since then they haven't been taking my calls i can see they're in the office and they continue to put my, my call specifically um, to voicemail. So I go in and they said, oh, yeah, end of the week, you'll have your new washer. I'm like, all right, great. That's perfect. Well, yesterday, our apartment building caught on fire. So I said, OK, you know what? I'll give them that. I'm not going to bug them uh, today, meaning yesterday. And then today, I was like, all right, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. If I don't hear anything by the end of the day, which I didn't, I'm going to be going into the office tomorrow to um, ask about it. I was like, you okay now? You just disappeared?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I leaned forward.
0: It's all good. Uh, For those of whom who are new to the podcast that have listened this far in, you could also visually watch us do the podcasts on uh, YouTube at the Nerdgasmic Goodfellas. That's N-E-R-D-G-A-Z-M-I-C-G-O-O-D-F-E-L-L-A-S at YouTube.com. I will be right back. Awesome. We're going to just take a pause break. Hello, everybody.
1: I'm back after burning my thumb and taking bread out of the oven.
0: Don't lie. You're taking a 45 minute shit. We all know.
2: It was
1: not 40, Dude, it's been like two minutes. <laughs> you could have kept that entire segment in
0: Nope. with just of, filling in. Nope. Instead, I closed my eyes and started dancing to some gorillas.
1: You are also extremely laggy, so I can only imagine what I look like on your side. Am I lagging really bad for you? Oh yeah Cuz
0: you're coming in smooth for me like smooth Here, I'm the baby. um baby's bum
2: Dance if I move it
0: moves you
2: what
0: you to baby hold it down there
1: Do you, do you see yourself
0: Yeah, I'm watching myself right now. I'm taking other things off of the internet right now.
1: Okay, I'll just let you know. But you're saying I'm smooth as butter? Uh, Well, I
0: said as a baby's bum, but butter works too.
2: Yeah, baby
1: bum. You're as smooth as a Diet Coke. It's funny you should mention that.
0: Is that what you're drinking? No, you have water.
1: I'm drinking Bud Light.
0: I'm drinking nothing because I didn't grab anything. No. Well,
1: we're still on a break if you want to grab your drink. <laughs> to my knowledge, you haven't actually came back yet. I was joking around, but I'm back. Um,
0: um, um.
1: Fuck, that's cat food. <laughs> go, go, go get your drink.
0: Fuck, I got to stand up.
1: This is all being cut anyway. Like my penis. Yeah, that's that's a topic that Katie keeps bringing up.
0: Why does she keep talking about my faith? Oh, you
1: know, well, she she's talking about our like our uh, friendship and how much of a romance we have. And she always says, "Yeah, they're really close, like so close that uh, Tim has seen or David has seen Tim's
0: dick." I've seen Brian's dick.
1: Brian willfully showed me his dick. It was kind of gay. You willfully showed me your dick. I did not willfully walk, like look though. I was like, I really don't want to do this.
2: What?
0: Um, so I just launched Dead by Daylight because I was got My fucking thing is blowing up with achievements. They they re- they rehashed the ranking system for the new DLC that's out right now. Yeah. Hello. So
1: 11 years what? it closes in 11 years what closes
0: in 11 years
1: Great America hello you
0: I love you too David
1: oh <laughs> she is still talking I go hang on
2: <laughs>
1: when it when I come back out there do what okay
2: I'm ready now.
0: Okay. All right, I was clearing the audio track. And we're back, everybody. So David took a 55-minute long shit. I
1: did not. I was away for like two, maybe three minutes, and then we got back, and then you had to go get your Arizona tea for the continuity for those watching. He now has a tea sitting in frame. Yes, definitely not sponsored with the logo pointing outwards. I mean, you know, both of our drinks today should totally sponsor us. For those of you listening, I'm currently holding up a Bud Light that was left at my house.
0: So, this
1: kind of beer is a free beer.
0: That is very true. Anything more you got to say about how you're doing since the last podcast?
1: Well, I guess my update was more of like a four week update of what's been going
0: on. Yeah, but a um, lot of that a lot of the main events of that happened within the last podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I'm other than that I'm fine and then as you guys know, I'm drinking Bud Light and water. He says, "Well, taking a drink of water." Yes, he says, "Well, taking a drink of water."
0: Well, since you asked so kindly, David. How are you
2: doing, Tim? <laughs>
0: I am exhausted. So um, I I think I mentioned it in last week's episode that I was going to have to work 13 days straight without a break. Today is the day of my break, finally. Um, I've did nothing but sleep all day and um, prepared some Let's Plays for when I go and visit David during the week of this podcast coming out. So we're, we're filming this in advance. This will come out midweek we film, of month.
1: we film all of them in advance. Like yes. by like three days.
0: Well, I I release them Thursdays now. So okay. I get I give myself an entire week now to edit these out. Okay. And try to do what I can do. Even though, like if you watched the last episode, yes, it there's no real edits in it because I had issues with trying to download files for it, like the campfire ambience like sounds, everything I went through just didn't work. And then I didn't like the stuff I did get because it didn't just fit right with it. And to release it today, I just released it as is, which I'm a little ashamed of because it was a good podcast. And we talked, we talked for the podcast itself is an hour and 48 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it was a good podcast because we had a lot to talk about. But at the same time, like today was my only day off. I got done recording um the Tuesday and Thursday's episode of Dragon Age for the throwback Tuesday Thursdays um I'm planning to get other content out because I don't plan to bring my game capture device up there I mean I can we never really talked about it because we haven't really talked about what we're gonna do while I'm there for the
1: full week yeah when we're not recording we can talk
0: about it yeah which we'll do but uh other than that I watched the entirety of Netflix's Resident Evil which. As a movie and TV show buff and a huge Resident Evil fan, I personally really enjoyed it. I know I've been staying a part of the forums and group chats about the TV show and seeing that it received a lot of hate. And I hope that doesn't affect the availability of Netflix renewing it for a season two because I really want to see where the show goes. Mm -hmm. And I know Netflix has a thing with canceling shows people like, like Santa Clarita Diet. Not salty. But um, I'm also right now looking at Dead by Daylight because I'm waiting patiently for um, Code Wesker to drop, which is the part two to the Resident Evil uh, story in Dead by Daylight. But right now they have a Attack on Titan crossover that I am currently looking at, and it looks amazing. They re- re- reworked the ranking system so my Leon is now a prestige level three. Nice. Even though I've only prestiged him twice. So I am was going to look at all that and see what happened. But David came back from getting his bread. So we're here to talk about our really raw thoughts. Minutes. Yeah, I know. Two minutes. The game takes a minute to load. Unfortunately, with this attack on Titan crossover that I'm looking at right now, they didn't bring any characters in. They just made skins. So all the main game survivors have an attack on Titan skin and two of the killers, the Wraith, and I think the hillbilly or the Trapper have like the armored Titan and the other Titan skin, which I don't know if you've personally seen attack on Titan.
1: Um, So I know I had gotten into like five, six episodes in maybe I don't remember the exact number, but I did start watching it. Um. But I can't can't tell you what I was watching it on. I don't remember, I don't remember what platform I was watching it on.
0: Oh, i watched it when I had was forced to stay in the hospital when I was hospitalized for a week a few years ago. I watched the finale of like season two.
1: I think it's a more than a few years ago now. Yeah, it's, it's approaching like-, like six, seven years. Okay, so.
0: You remember how I said my Leon was a prestige level like two or three?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So with the new ranking system, my Leon is a prestige level six. Hey.
1: You know? so, For those of you listening, I throw up my hands and like, a, eh, it happens. It happens.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, Um, I've been doing that. I've been playing a lot of Dragon Age, Um, trying to get through Dragon Age before Dreadwolf drops in like a year or two years. The reason why I say trying to work through it is because Dragon Age Inquisition, I did not realize, is fucking huge.
1: Yeah, from my understanding, I, I thought I was mostly done with it, but when I had looked at my actual save file, I was not. I had gotten to Skyhold, which is, I know you already got to Skyhold. Yeah, that's um,
0: the beginning of Act 2, of yeah. the three-act game. So
1: I'm still in Act 2, because so I don't think I ever made it to Act 2.
0: I think Act 2 ends after you finish the Here Lies the Abyss mission, which it deals with the Grey Wardens, and then um, What Hearts Wait, or something, which is the, like, Masquerade Ball. There was another Masquerade
1: Ball in there, wasn't there?
0: The, so I went to one that was just a side quest where you help Josephine, like,
2: yeah, okay, that's the one I went up. to. I but like, there's see. another oh.
0: one where some where uh Corypheus's Red Templars plan to assassinate the Queen of Orlais, and then the Inquisition goes with the King and Queen of Ferelden to pretty much save them, and Morgan comes back and a bunch of other stuff.
1: Spoilers if you haven't played the game that's where I'm at then because I remember that she came back and I was like damn she's really hot and then I found out that she was in the previous game and I'm like all right yeah yeah." well bang okay bang okay so
0: I I was thinking about this last night because I stayed up till about six o'clock this morning recording Dragon Age doing all the missions and shit I recorded three episodes one for today Tuesday and Thursday and I was thinking about it. I really wish Dragon Age would get the treatment that Mass Effect did with a trilogy remaster. Right. Because one, the the original game, Dragon Age Origins, would definitely benefit with, from a remake slash remaster just because the graphics are slightly outdated. The mm-hmm. gameplay style, just like Mass Effect 1, is a little outdated. Sure. I mean... That's what makes Dragon Age Origins really fun is the fact that the combat system is very different from 2 and Inquisition because it played like the older games like Diablo and stuff. Right. And that's what drew me into the game from the first place. But the more I want a Dragon Age remaster, I don't at the same time because I've looked on my YouTube channel. I have, let, let me pull up the playlist real quick. I, I've spent the last three years working on these videos. All right.
1: I mean, granted, you've been taking your time.
0: Yeah, I've been taking my sweet ass time because I knew <sighs> the new Dragon Age was nowhere near being released, being the fact that they just started talking about it Right. this year. But no, I didn't want my liked videos. I want my created playlists.
1: For those of you listening wondering how much effort we went into actually figuring out what we were going to be talking about today, uh, here's the evidence. He had no idea he was going to even bring up a Dragon Age, and now he's lost himself. It's all about
0: self-promotion, bro. I am... Ah, no! Ah!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not what I meant to do! That's classified information!
0: Okay, So my Dragon Age Saga playlist on my YouTube channel that you guys could find in the index or in the description down below consists of 89 videos. Each video is roughly... So in the beginning, when I first started doing it, because I first started recording these on Twitch, the original videos were about an hour to three hours long because they're all live streams. Right. But then roughly as I started transitioning out of Twitch due to moving and not having the internet, the videos roughly stick to about an hour long. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at this. There is about a good 100 and something hours worth of content here.
1: What this is is telling me is you really suck at playing games. Because. (laughs) What? No, I'm just screwing with you. I'm just screwing at you. A hundred hours to complete one franchise? Come on, rookie numbers. <laughs> Bro, okay. I am
0: 27 videos released into Inquisition, and I'm pretty sure I'm about only like 25% done with the game. <laughs> I've seen other YouTubers playthroughs of Inquisition just to see how long it took them. I've seen ones that were for Inquisition alone like 80 to 100 videos. There's just so much in Inquisition alone that if they were to really do a remake or remaster of the Dragon Age saga, I do not think as much as I would love to because I've I think I've mentioned this before at least to you, that I mm-hmm. messed up in my can, my my own personal canon of Dragon Age because I, I wanted to give the audience the best story I possibly could give. So for Origins, I was like, the best origin story is the um, human noble, right. the House of Kuzland. So I did that, which, personally speaking, for game narrative, the best story for Dragon Age Origins is the Dwarven Noble because the first game focuses heavily on the dwarves. And then for Dragon Age 2, if you want the best experience with the story, you have to play the game as a mage, because the entirety of the second game focuses solely on be- on the mages and Templars. And I chose to go at it as a rogue. So from my character's perspective, the only reason why my hawk had anything to do with the rebellion is because my sister is a mage. Right. Which kind of just, in my own opinion, hindered my story a little bit. But it was still good. It still was a good story, a good tale. And then when Hawk gets reintroduced in Inquisition, it was really nice to hear about my choices that were made in that game and see where the story continued with them through dialogue. Right. But like then I jumped into Inquisition as the female elf to solely romance solace because everybody says the game has a more impactful ending if you romance solace. And I've stayed heavily away from like spoilers. Granted, there's some spoilers you can't stay away from, like the fact that Solace is a is the dread wolf.
1: Whoa, hey, hey, hey. Hey, whoa, hey. Whoa, hey, hey. Hey, He's been out for a while, but
0: I haven't gotten there. But I guess if you romance him instead of like the ending that you get that's kind of dry, kind of how like Mass Effect 3's ending was when it first released, you get something that's a lot more tender and kind of feels the fire for the fourth game because they still haven't released yet. Whether or not you play as your warden, Hawk, the Inquisitor, or a new character. But they have said that all of them should be in the game. If they have survived the story thus far, I, as much as I would love a new character, I really, it bugs me the fact that playing Inquisition, my warden commander is alive. And I got to get, I got a letter from my own character, Rune Kuzlin. So I'm like, okay, so I, I am out in the world somewhere doing something. Right. Hawk, who I got attached to is out in the world doing something. And now you're telling me I'm building this army as the inquisitor to experience all this stuff, to go out in the world and do something that I am going to just be able to see as a new character, which is cool. It's amazing. Very creative and you don't really see that in games, especially in sequels where you can see a previous character you played as, that you right. created, because in Inquisition, when you see Hawk, it's the Hawk you created. It's not like the game's custom version Hawk. It's your Hawk. So it's it's really weird and trippy to see something you create be played out by an AI.
1: Right. Well, I mean, it's sort of, sort of. So it's you said it's based off of, Um, I guess we we have our direction now. Um, But you said it's kind of based off your decisions. So your character, it's going off of, or the AI is going off of your decisions as a player on how that character's story would have continued. So Rune Kuzlin, you said?
0: Yeah, Rune Kuzlin was was my warden commander from Origins.
1: And if I'm not mistaken, one of the paths he could have been is he could have been king.
0: Yeah so as the male you could become king of Ferelden and rule with Enola which would if you either killed or saved Loghain would impact his story or if you were with Alistair it would impact his story because Alistair is actually the true heir to the throne because he was the bastard child of the old king. Yes. So my story, Alistair is king because I didn't like the idea of him becoming a drunkard and just dying to the blight. And I thought him being king was like a good part to the story because I loved Alistair's character in the first game. Um, where else were we going with this? Well, what else were you going to say about my warden commander? Because you well, said one was, of the... I, path- was your, I was using
1: your warden commander as an example. It was like- one of the things
0: <laughs> you could do is be king you could continue Mm -hmm. to be a gray warden and succumb to the or you could become a great you stay a gray warden but you dedicate your life to trying to solve the calling which for gray wardens is when your blood becomes too infected with the blight you pretty much go down into the deep roads and you fight to your death you have a warrior's death right um one of the endings is you die to the archdemon you sack you give your life to defeat the archdemon which traps the old god soul in your body and you die killing the old god um another ending choice is you can make alistair or Logane have sex with morgan to create a god baby in which the archdemon's old god soul goes into the baby or you could have sex with morgan to be the father of that baby that you see in Inquisition that is birth to the old gods. Yes. And with that choice, you could either choose again to go with Alistair if he doesn't become king to find a cure for the calling or you go out on your own adventure with Liliana. You go out on your own adventure with Morgan or whatever companion. Essentially, your warden commander looks for his next adventure. Yes. That That is the canon ending for pretty much every ending apart from being king but i even think him being king is mentioned in the second game that your warden commander never came back from an adventure but at that point he's just the hero feralden you become the hero feralden warden commander through the awakening dlc in which you show up at a place and you find out that the dark spawn have became intelligent and there's a archeon. I can't remember what he's called but he speaks English, he's intelligent, but he leads the darkspawn and he's pretty much a disciple of Corypheus from what I'm assuming cuz they never bring him back up in the games. Okay. But he is set to return and he is where in my ending he is working with the warden commander. So the my warden commander is working with a group of sentient darkspawn that don't want to spread the blight, but knew about Corypheus coming, in which Corypheus is introduced in two through Hawk. Right. Because Hawk's father, who was a blood mage, sealed them
1: in a tomb.
2: Gotcha.
1: I love Dragon so, Age. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that you're interested in the three Dragon Age games we have being remastered put into a collection kind of like the legendary edition of mass effect
0: yeah which i think would be great people like me who are fans of the games would definitely buy it it would be a good cash grab for ea sure
1: i mean it would not be a bad decision inquisition though only
2: it's probably
0: older than it came out in 2014
1: okay though only eight years old um it's graphically, it's not a bad-looking game.
0: Oh no, the graphic, the graphics, the combat, everything still holds up today.
1: So, the the idea that I have right in my mind right now is, I would be okay with an inquisi- with Inquisition getting remastered, like updating the graphics, kind of giving it the same kind of treatment that Mass Effect got.
2: But Red Dead Redemption Two is slated to be remastered. Oh, no! A Red Dead.
1: Fuck! Red- oh, what
0: game was it? RDR. Red 1. Dead Redemption
1: Two is being upgraded. Resident- Red Dead Redemption One was going to get a remaster, which would have been amazing. Sure.
2: But Grand fucking Theft Auto
1: Rockstar. Grand Theft Auto Four was also slated to be getting a remaster. And the reason that we're not getting those two remasters is because the trilogy of Grand Theft Auto Three, Vice City, and San Andreas their remaster was poorly deceived because in my opinion those three games though i know everybody was wanting the remasters i think they were too far gone to get a remaster they had to be they really needed to be uh like redone completely
0: i think what they did wrong with that was the animation style they did was one complaint i heard a lot about because i mean their hands are still like this. Yeah, your fingers are well defined, but it's still the old clunky 90s animation like, hey, yo, CJ, what you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're smoking cigarettes with their hand. They're smoking joints with their hands, just like this.
2: Yeah. You have For no those of you listening.
0: Or- yeah, for those of whom are listening on the actual YouTube video version of this, you could see me demonstrating everything. I didn't he realize. Four
1: fingers up, and he put a pen between two of his fingers, the middle two fingers, to. Nah, uh, put
0: one of those fatty King Kong Snoop Dogg joints in there.
1: Anyway. But, but yeah, um... it was there because the trilogy remaster was so poorly received. We're not getting a remaster of Red Dead Redemption 1. And we're not getting a remaster of Death of Thought of 4. At least not now. It is- I
0: think their reasoning behind it is bullshit. Because one, I agree with people. Those re- the trilogy remastered bundle, they set it for $80 when it first yeah, came and out. Also, it was an it wasn't even remastered game. by Rockstar.
1: It wasn't. No, they, they gave it out to a third-party company.
0: It, and it so- was literally a cash grab. Yeah. It was a cash grab for people who grew up with those games like us to want to feel that nostalgia, which I could, I can admit me personally, I feel like I was part of the issue on why the game wasn't well-received because I didn't buy it as much as I I love Vice City, San Andreas. I never really played three, but as much as I wanted those games, I didn't buy it. I got San Andreas free on game pass. That was the only one I really had interest in. And I only played like the first couple missions and haven't touched it since.
1: No, I have not touched it. Um, if I want to play Vice City or 3, I just boot up my PlayStation 2. I still own them. Um, I also have Vice City Stories and uh, uh, Liberty City Stories, which I would love a chance to play those again, but also would probably run into the same issue of they probably wouldn't look as good with being remastered.
0: That, that's another thing I have to say, too, because as... Like, I I just started hooking up my PlayStation 2 again to try to get um, recording for one of my throwback games done that I'm doing on PlayStation. And graphics doesn't really input the way I play a game or remember it. And I think that was something Rockstar did wrong too, again, with the animation, was if they were going to try to modernize it, they should have just stuck with GTA 5. Like, graphics did the games in those engines. And maybe released them one at a time, kind of like the Mafia pack. Do you remember how the mm-hmm. Mafia Trilogy, they released the game at a time?
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I have to say the first ma- Mafia, which I didn't even realize I had actually owned and played on, the, my, on PlayStation 2, they it was done beautifully. It was gorgeous.
0: Oh yeah, like, I, I've never played the original Mafia, but I have played, as you guys can see on my YouTube channel, Mafia 1, and it is stunning. And I've seen I mean, like you've sent me screenshots and stuff of the OG Mafia, yeah. and they they did so much to enhance that game that it's like you look at Rockstar's GTA trilogy remaster and you're like, why?
1: What? Why? Were we like,
0: who, who is the person in the chair that was sitting there like, all right, guys, I have a good plan here. We're gonna take.
2: Oh,
0: sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Alright guys, I got a good plan here We're gonna remake Everybody's favorite GTA games Alright? And we're gonna do it With better graphics Oh, sir boss, are we gonna do it In the new engines? No We're gonna build the games from the ground Up, but keep The shitty animations, but Polish it, cause you can polish A
1: turd, but at the end of the day They're paying $80 for a Polished turd, so you, you had mentioned that um, playing the old games, not the, not the remastered ones, but the old games, they don't look as good as you remember. Yeah. So, is this true game... that, you, is this true that you, you said it? Yeah. So, somebody had a theory, and I've, I've heard it multiple times. The reason graphics don't look as good to us now is our TVs that we're watching them on are modern TVs, but these consoles, the games, we saw them on older tvs like i i had i played these games on kid you not two foot wide three feet wide you know 55 inch plasma screen tv like probably huge it was a big box
2: it was not modern graphics like
1: the best it could do was not even 720 i don't even think 720 was a thing at the time
0: I think that's also an issue when you try to play retro games, because I've talked to John about this as well, because John, the last time I went over to his house, he had his Nintendo 64 hooked up and everything. And I think one reason why in the past the older games looked so good, and you could even take um, an example of this, would be the older Tomb Raider games. Way back in the day, I remember watching my mom play like the original Tomb Raider where Lara Croft was literally just polygons like put together, like her face wasn't smooth around. It was angular and everything. And I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's so realistic. Look at her move and walk and all this other stuff. And I think now we're at a point in time where games are just so well animated Everything is so much smoother, higher processing, higher computing power. Right. That our brains now look at the older stuff and we don't see it at that level anymore. Because the games of the past are still amazing. Like when I going back and recording Simpsons Hit and Run, Mm -hmm. the game is not bad. As a cartoon game that's written and drawn by the animators of the show, the gameplay is just like the show. But it's still the fact that it's like, it was one of the first in my childhood 3D games in which the Simpsons animated on TV is 2D animation because you never actually see them looking like dead on at you because if you do, their eyes are literally golf balls as they are in the games. Because when you look at, The animations, they're always at a two-thirds angle, like I am here for those who are watching. So the eyes don't look like they're bulging out of the head. Right. And I think with stuff like that, where if Simpsons Hit and Run was made today as like modern like the Simpsons movie game was for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360.
1: Okay. You could see
0: you could see the graphical difference between the game that came out on PlayStation 2 with Hit and Run. Um, road rage and stuff like that compared to the Simpsons movie game where the animation was a lot smoother and looked better, right? But I mean, I mean that's, that's
1: also you know, at that time, technology got a little bit better. But that being said, I mean, there's still games because how old is Dragon Age Origins?
0: Origins was done in it came out shortly after Mass Effect 1.
2: Let me look.
1: I'm googling it. We're having a race. Uh, Origins Ultimate Edition for PC popped up.
2: 2009.
0: The original 2009. game came out in 2009. Made by, developed by, Bioware, published by EA.
1: It still, it still looks.
2: Wait, but 10, there are also games in 2009.
1: That don't look good.
2: Anymore. Oh yeah.
0: God, two thousand nine. What? How old were we in two thousand
1: nine? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah, because we would have been going into our senior year or freshman year.
0: Yeah, that's true. God, that's hard to think of it. What games were I playing in eighth grade? There was Halo Three, <laughs> Call of Duty: Modern Warfare One. Yeah. Or two at that point. I can't remember. I just remember playing a lot of Call of Duty, Halo, and Gears of War, and then Lost Planet. Whew, Lost Planet.
1: Uh, so. <laughs> two thousand nine best games, Batman Arkham Asylum, agreeable, Borderlands, agreeable, uh, Ghostbusters the video game. I don't know Never so played it. Mario and Luigi. Bowser's Inside Story, Dragon Age Origins, Modern Warfare 2, uh, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, Forza Motorsports 3, which one th- One weird thing that I got from GameStop is I got a bundle. It was a two-disc uh, case. Forza
0: Motorsports 3, and it was- um, ODST. Was it ODST you got with yours? Yeah. Mine was Fable 2 and Forza Motorsports
2: that it I got this from...
1: combo it was like okay yeah I got I got ODST but I also have Forza Motorsports 3 infamous Cause... came out Ooh, infamous um oh man I don't a Wikipedia page we sports uh yeah best selling in the world so Resident Evil 5 we play Assassin's Creed 2
0: Damn, this was around the time that I've been living with my dad for about a year. I was in Maywood. I think I was dating Oceana, Brianna, and I think some girl named Jamie all at the same time.
1: (laughs) You know, in eighth grade, you have no morals. I was only dating the one girl. But I should preface, quote, unquote, you know, it was middle school dating, not much
2: happening.
0: It was a middle school dating with a lot happening.
2: Oh, and I also had a broken leg at that time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I mean, you know, I mean, we were, we were also playing other games that we came out before then.
0: I was—I um, literally only played Gears of War, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and hit Right, but I was, I was
1: The list that I just read, you know, 2009—those were only games that came out in 2009. But we were playing older
0: games. Because I was gonna say I didn't pick up Mass Effect until two already released,
1: and I didn't, I didn't have a 360 until p- my sophomore year of high school.
0: I was going to say I didn't pick up Dragon Age Origins until we were already, I want to say, sophomore year of high school is when I picked it up. And I played half the game, was like, oh, this is really cool. I don't want to pay $20 for DLC. Fuck this game. And then never picked it up until after I graduated high school in 2014. And after I graduated high school, I was like, I love the Mass Effect games. I should give Dragon Age a try. And then I just absolutely fell in love played all of the origin stories
1: what what other i we're we're all over the place what other trilogy of games or franchise of games do you think should get the mass effect legendary edition or infamous oh, i was gonna say or like the uh, master chief collection so getting so, the mass
0: effect treatment i think infamous definitely needs it because um, and I played a little bit of First Sons. Is that the newest one? Second Son. Second Son. Um, I played I, um, a little
1: bit the, of that. The first one was First Light and Second Son.
0: Yeah. I played the first Infamous when I lived with Brandon, when his family adopted me after my actual family kicked me out to the streets. And I I... Grew up with my mom having PlayStation. When I moved with my dad, I played Xbox. So when I lived with Brandon, his family was PlayStation again. So I was getting introduced to a bunch of PlayStation games I'd never played before. Like Little Big Planet um, Mm -hmm. and Infamous. And Infamous was one of those games I fell in love with. I wish it would port over to Xbox. But I think for PS5, it definitely could use either a reboot or the remaster.
1: Well, So I know that you're which is this is another tangent we could totally go on but I, I know games. that you were able to play Infamous through uh, what it was PlayStation Now but it was only you were only able to stream the game which it's yeah. absolutely stupid in my opinion.
0: Very much so.
1: only being able to stream because you know.
0: I think games going to the stream only is it's great for people who have good internet. So like for you, it would be Mm -hmm. great for you because you have good internet where you're at, which I definitely plan to take advantage of while I'm there for the week. I'm aware. But for people like me who don't have good internet, it really sucks to see stuff like that because I was a member of PlayStation Now before they did the whole new membership thing that Sony has. And I was playing the Sly Cooper collection because I grew up playing those games when I lived with my mom and I love Sly Cooper. And I remember within a day, I played maybe an hour and a half of Sly Cooper, about an hour of Resident Evil, the Dark Side Chronicles, which was the rail shooter Resident Evil that Mm -hmm. told uh, the events of the first game through Wesker's point of view. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And that was the whole reason why I wanted to play it because that game is canon to the storyline, which sucks. And I burnt through my entire allotted data for the month within like three hours of playing games. So I think it's a very big disadvantage that a lot of people are seeing that streaming is a good alternative and wanting to do that instead of having like the download options. Which, I think with Game Pass and with the PlayStation membership, any game that is available available to be streamed immediately should be able to be downloaded.
1: With Game Pass, um... Because, you know, I don't think it's, it's a hidden thing that I'm very happy with Game Pass. I'm always, you know, putting them up. I'm like, hey, Game Pass is really great.
0: Game Pass is amazing. It's the best. I'm a- I'm I am able to stream.
1: If I don't have the game downloaded, I am able to stream, which is good for, like, my, uh, my quests that I have to do. Sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to, you know, download this 7 gig game. I can stream it for like five minutes and get whatever I need done. And then, I'm like, all right, great. But also, what that can do is, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I got like a little bit of a trial run. I kind of like this game. I, I'll fully download. It. But other times, it's like, okay, this is a game that I absolutely love and I never got a chance to own it. Now I get it for free. I can download it from Game Pass and get access to it or indie titles or what have you. I don't, there's not a game on there that is stream only. And I'm really happy about that. PlayStation, not so much. Though no, I don't know if PlayStation Now is still a thing.
0: No, PlayStation Now was taken away for the new membership, which I guess is a good moment to talk about that on why Xbox game pass is superior because one you only get like the two membership options. You got game pass and game pass ultimate, Mm
2: -hmm. which
0: extends to PC and the prices are relatively cheap. They're affordable. Playstations has three tiers. One that's extremely fucking expensive that gives you all these cool benefits. Like, don't get me wrong. You could play all the way up to first generation PlayStation games on it, which include PlayStation one, two, three PSP and four and five games on that membership. Then you have the middle membership, which is still pretty fucking expensive. So, but not as expensive. It's like the middle ground. And then the lowest one is the price of pretty much their regular membership from back in the day. That just gives you the two free games a month that the original membership already did.
1: So the essentials just PlayStation Plus, which will give you the monthly games, online multiplayer, and you do get some discounts. It's ten bucks a month, twenty five bucks for three months, or sixty dollars for a year. Extra, which has the Ubisoft Plus Classics. Are you okay?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: I, I have it pulled up, and so I'm just making sure that we're giving our information out. And it's 15 bucks a month, 40 for three, 100 for 12. Um, but it, it brings in. There's a game catalog that has uh, some games, featuring hundreds of games from genre-defining blockbusters, innovative indies, with new titles added regularly. And then the premium, which is the only one that popped up when I first uh, looked at PlayStation Plus. Because that's 18, the one they want
0: to push the most.
1: Yeah, 18 bucks a month, $50 for three months, or $120 bucks for 12 months. So it has everything that the other editions had, plus cloud streaming and game drives.
0: Xbox but, Game Pass, $60 a year.
1: Yeah, $60 for a year. Uh, well,
0: It's about $60 a year because I... I've gotten the yearly one. Granted, they don't sell the cards for the year one anymore, but it's essentially $60 a year.
1: So not... It, since the uh, Game Pass Ultimate, 15 bucks a month, comes out to being about a dollars because they don't sell the, the year passes anymore. You can get gold for $60 a year.
2: Uh, a year.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: So I guess in that aspect, sure. But, I mean, I, basically Game Pass Ultimate, which gets me gold for free, Game Pass, and uh, Game Pass on my computer, which I don't utilize all that much. I do. Um, that would be essentially the same price as PlayStation Plus's Extra, which is the middle tier.
0: I think that's where Xbox did right was just making everything under one price though. You get the best deal for one secular price or you could pay slightly less to get pretty much the best deal, but exclusive to your console.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas Um, PlayStation has the three tiers, each tier does something a little different and you could pay a shit ton for the best one.
1: One other thing that I've noted. Because I actually I went in and I had canceled my PlayStation Plus membership.
0: I still haven't yet. I probably won't.
1: Um it was it should have been charging me the essential, but it was charging me the extra. I should probably check that I don't out. No myself. I don't know why it updated upgraded me. Um, but I did see that there was a few games and they're like, oh yeah, you can get this game and it's on PlayStation Plus Extra. I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, they updated it, and some of those games are now uh, saying that you can get access to them on PlayStation Premium, which is the more expensive one. So you have to pay more money to be able to actually play the game. Yeah,
0: because wasn't Stray
1: released on one of them? Stray popped up. Day one, it was released on Extra, and then it was bumped up to Premium.
0: See? That's why I don't like it. Granted, right now I'm playing God of War on my PlayStation in preparation for Ragnarok. That comes out in two or three months. Three.
1: October? No,
0: it comes out November. Yeah, around there. Around there. I should know because I have the Jotner edition. <laughs> but, you know, guys, I'm really stuck and I need help. I'm trying to fight the final Valkyrie and I could only get her health bar down like this much before she completely wrecks me. <laughs>
1: I can I can attest to anytime I talk to him like we're, we start talking like mess like uh, calling each other and I'll hear in, him in the background yeah I'm just playing God of War and like Valkyrie and he goes fucking Valkyrie fucking Valkyrie why He's is on, she so hard he had to hard. drop it down to story mode guys I
0: haven't dropped down to the easiest fucking difficulty right now while I try to fight her because I was playing the game on let's see there's story easy normal hard And then, like, God of War, I think, are the, like, four to five different difficulties. And I was playing it on, like, the medium-hard difficulty, and I had to drop it down to straight easy. And I'm still getting my ass whipped. Like, some straight BDSM, they got me in the GIMP suit. Kratos is yelling boy, boy's yelling father, and Valkyrie's yelling beg as she throws meteorites at
1: me. Meanwhile, I'm playing Power Wash Simulator and just chilling. Now, actually, um, the last couple games I've been playing is uh, the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza 5, Forza Horizon 5.
0: I still have yet to play it, but I'm going to update it when I go over to your house. Because both a 5 and the Hot Wheel update need to update. And um, then... Have you um, played- Go ahead. Have you played Dying Light 2 lately? Because I just launched it. So uh, right now because I launched Dying Light 2 up this morning because originally the plan was for John to come down here, copy it over, and we're going to do videos of it because it's been a very long time since I've gotten to do a video in it because I've been waiting to do it with friends. I am not able
1: to play with you guys anymore.
0: Unless you drop back. Well, yeah, you can't anymore now. I don't have the console anymore. Yep. Nope. They need to just make it cross-gen. I don't know why they
1: didn't.
0: They just really need to do that. But uh, Dying Light 2 has a couple of updates. Right now, they got one that's called the Blue Moon update, which for now to a limited amount of time, I think, to July, no, it starts July, I think it ends on the 25th. I don't know, it may be already over when this comes out. But pretty much when you run at night, your mutation, for those of whom who have played the game and know what I'm talking about, You can't be in dark places because the virus starts taking your body over. Well, at night right now, they have that kind of disabled due to the blue moon, which pretty much keeps you under UV light at all times, unless you go inside a building. And it's like double XP for running and doing things at night because they're really trying to enforce doing things at night. Right. They also brought in a new zombie variant. So there's now a new zombie that roams the street that's like a big
1: buffed up zombie. Yeah. uh, Truth be told to my next rant, I don't have enough room for all my games. (laughs) So I actually I just had to move Dying Light off of the internal hard drive because I was like, you know, I already beat the game. There's not much. There's not much um, screaming at me that I I need to play it right
2: now.
0: I can't be mad at you for already beating the game because again, you couldn't play it with us. So yeah. I wonder if actually I'm gonna look at the patch notes, the long list of patch notes and see if they talk about cross chin. I'll pull it
1: up as well. But yeah, so I had to um, move the game. So I get why they want the Series X games to be on the internal hard drive or the expansion card that they you have to buy, which is like $100, $200.
0: Which is kind of BS, but... A little expensive.
2: But I had... A little with
1: expensive. the Xbox One, I had an external hard drive that I would just have plugged in and I could store all my games on there. And I had plenty of room. Mm. With the Series X, these games are freaking huge. So I have to decide, okay, well, these games I'm currently playing, these games I got to move off of the hard drive for right now and then I can move stuff around. Um, I think I just moved Resident e- one of the Resident Evils that I'm not going to get to just yet. I moved it off of the internal to one of the hard drives.
0: I have a question when we're done with this. Remind me in case I forget. It's about Resident Evil. I wanted to see if you wanted to help me on something with one. Sure. We could either do it like now or when I actually go down there so I could just transfer it to you. But we'll talk on it later. Continue yeah. on.
2: Uh July fifth patch notes. Anyway. Um yeah, no, I have not played the game in a while since I
1: have uh beat to... it. Yeah, I've Time to I... Exploit Blood Moon was uh an article came out today.
0: Oh okay. It's called Blood Moon, not Blue Moon.
1: Blue Moon, sorry. I I it's
0: cold, I, 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 right. I just launched the game right now. Um, since we're on the topic of Resident Evil again, um, to give a little update for my own personal channel, I am definitely considering redoing the games with uh Resident Evil 4's remake coming out. All I'd have to do is Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil 1 remake 2, and 3, and I'd be pretty much set and ready to go for 4. Because from what I'm understanding, all the mainline Resident Evils are going to be getting a remake. So, like, five would be next, and I think they plan to do six, and six was pretty much commercially talked about as being a flop.
1: Right. Um, Sorry for laughing. I'm looking at the the hot fix. 1.4.2 is live. And one of the game updates is we're making the tyrant volatile stronger, dot, a little,
2: dot, sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
0: But yeah, now I'm wanting to restart the game's over because I'm not. The one thing that sucks about doing a Let's Play series, something that I could say I honestly really like about our Saints Row one is I hate when I start something, I get a certain amount in and then I just stop. And right. then I don't yeah, know.
1: We, we just busted through that.
0: So I am essentially the episode of Saints Row three I just put out was when we defeated Matt Miller.
2: Right. So yeah, I have
0: so. I have about three or four episodes left of Saints Row three before we move on to Saints Row 4 and then get out of hell. The issue that me and Boss Foss are encountering right now with Saints Row 4 is we can't connect. Yeah. So we can't do it in co-op, which I've been debating whether or not to just start on my own and just blast through the game alone. Like, that's one thing I was thinking of doing tonight. So that way I had more Saints Row to edit while I'm there for a week. Or I was thinking of trying to do um, do the whole game while at your house.
1: Um, You should probably just
0: blow through it on my own. So that way it's
1: quicker. It Especially since uh, it was announced that the Saints Row remake, which I saw. Uh, August 23rd. Yeah, it went gold.
0: Yeah, it went gold. I saw that announcement today.
1: Um, I saw some more gameplay of it. I'm actually pretty excited about
0: it. Bro, I was watching some of the combat for it, and I was like, the fighting is smooth as fuck. I saw that you could upgrade. They have one move that's called the Pineapple Express, where you go and you grab them, put them in a melee, and you strap, like, a sticky grenade to them, and you throw them. Yeah. And I was like, bro, that's so fucking cool. Because
1: I I already know right now huh. i think they're calling it the uh, pineapple express yeah
0: i could see us right now that we're gonna have just a lot of videos of us dicking around doing side quests and stuff but having fun nonetheless i saw that they're keeping the kind of wwe-esque fighting moves in there as i saw right. one of them doing a like melee combo and it's still from like three four or and on they kind of have that wwe-esque fighting style speaking of wwe the uh final dlc for 2k22 came out and um logan paul posted on his tiktok like his character's entrance and i was laughing so hard because um i don't know if you know this or not but when logan paul would come out to his like mma or his boxing fights he would carry his like million dollar Pokemon Charizard card. Oh, no, no,
1: it's more than a million. He made a uh, Guinness World Record. And the only reason I know this is uh, I think it was a TikTok video. No, YouTube video, just random video that popped up that um, it's the most expensive Pokemon trade in the world. And that- Oh, I mean, I got to see what the exact amount was, but it was...
0: But uh, his WWE 2K22 entrance, he comes out with a WWE trading card in place of that of himself. Which, as anything you got to say about Logan Paul, there's millions of things that could be said about him. I do have to kind of commend the fact that, like, the dude's going out there... 5,275,000. That dude's going out there and he's accomplishing shit for his life. That's just amazing. I think it's cool as fuck that he's now a part of the WWE universe. Like, he went from the YouTube videos I had make, which we both could say we're, we weren't fans of, to him being a fighter, which is where I kind of started picking up and kind of following him as a person was when he did his fights, which... I got a lot of things I could say on the Meriwether fight. I am not a fighter, but watching through that, I was kind of like, hmm. Sounds, to sounds just,
1: like a topic for a raw thoughts.
0: A <laughs> whole video dedicated to just Logan Paul.
1: Oh, no, I was just meaning like WWE MMA fighting.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's just interesting to see him now. I'm no longer at that mood where it was like, I I didn't like him when I first heard of him compared to now where I'm like, okay, he's, he's making moves. I'm still not a fan of
1: him, but actually at at the same time,
2: um, you can't help but admire
0: him. You can't help but admire him in some aspect because he is a good entrepreneur. He is a good entrepreneur.
2: Yeah, not doing
1: anything that affects my life, so you know, to each their own. I don't but care. his
0: brother on the other hand, no. I don't care about either. The <laughs> all. I don't care about the pulse. I I gotta wait for John to be in here and bring it up for John. <laughs> uh anyway. Are are we hitting that stride finally?
1: Getting back on topic, yeah.
0: No, I was meaning, are we hitting that stride where we're running out of top picks? No. We're Logan Paul. That's like the the bottom of the barrel. No.
1: No, we're all over the place with this. Like, I was going to get back to, uh, because you mentioned, well, we started talking about games to put back on, like, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. But are you reaching the time limit is the question.
0: I have no idea where we're at at time. I don't really care about time. Like, yeah.
1: I think we started, I, we jumped in around like 9.45. 9 what? 45. Oh, Whenever you me. sent the. Um,
0: you are or the link to the Zoom call?
1: Yeah, shortly after that.
0: So about, yeah, 9.55. Or I know, earlier.
2: 9:40. Okay, we we're a little over an hour.
0: Yeah, so back onto that topic of games so I think deserve the Master Chief Collection or Mass Effect Legendary kind of collection. Um, I would love to see one Gears of War. Get that, where it's like the original first two games, are well, we get the Ultimate Edition of one. Two and three both get like an anniversary-style upgrade. Right. Like Gears of War, one did. And then just string in four or five judgment and tactics all into one group and release it under like the Phoenix Saga or whatever you want to tagline the Gears of War game as. I would also love to see a just single collection of Resonant.
1: Forgive me. nah, I haven't played too much Gears of War. But it would be Delta, wouldn't it? Delta Squad? They, so, they all end yeah. up being de- like Delta Squad?
0: So, all the ge- the mainline Gears games, Gears 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, all deal with Delta Squad, but they all follow the story of the Phoenix Bloodline. Judgment deals with Baird and Coltrane during mm-hmm. the events of before their Delta Squad. But, but it, they so, they do end up
1: being Delta Squad.
0: It so it's all about the emergence day for them when the Locusts first attack.
1: So you you kind of get where I'm I'm leaning towards like yeah. So Gears of War like the
0: Delta Collection or whatever
1: the Delta Collection because even with like Gears Tactics you know that that can be tied in. But with Mass uh, the Master Chief Collection ODST had nothing to do with Master Chief. <gasps> Like, so not really he was there he was seen he he seen because
0: ODST takes place in Halo 2 you you literally see the what what is it the space jump that the covenant do that chief kind of soars in on and like lands on their ship as they're like jumping through slip space in the middle of New Bombassa. yeah and then with reach Chief is in the very end of Reach because the squad delta the are they called Delta Squad as well?
1: Are they called del- I don't think no don't they're know.
0: no they're noble team. Noble noble team. So noble ah, noble team.
1: Drink some water. The
0: entire events of Reach is yes, I, I need to. Uh,
1: the entire events of Reach are seen from, from the perspective of Noble Six. And then when you get to the end, you can move the camera and see Master Chief and get the achievement. See, he was in the game.
0: Yeah, because the ending of Reach is bringing Cortana to Chief.
1: Right, and then immediately links into the events of
0: Halo. Halo Combat Evolved.
1: So in the same aspect, uh, Gears of War Judgment
0: leads into the events because it's the main theme of the main theme of Gears of War judgment is you are on trial for war crimes as Baird. Baird is the leader of his squad Mm -hmm. and his squad consists of him, Coltrane, um, Barrick, I think is the name of one of them and Alicia. I'm trying to remember all their names but you see characters that show up throughout the series like you get to see Jace, um there's like nods to the carmine family and at the end of the game you have to drop the hammer of dawn right which is one of the main like things that happen in gears of war is one of the major cities was destroyed by hammer of dawn strikes that so happens to be called by baird baird is like the reason why a bunch of sarah's population got wiped out during the locust cog war
2: right
0: and so you're on trial and the entire game you play through each one of the characters perspectives of the events that happened so the game starts off with like a, a, with a baird's then it moves to Cole's, barracks alicia's and then back to baird for the ending
2: mm-hmm.
0: which tie into baird being demoted back to private and then pretty much setting up for Baird to run into Marcus as they do in years of war one, because originally Baird and Coltrane aren't part of Marcus's squad. Marcus's squad is led by Kim who dies by the hand of general ROM and then hit Marcus and Dom get separated from their squad, essentially meet up with Baird and Coltrane. And then they get pretty much ushered in as a squad together against their will. And then through that, they end up developing the friendship and then everything that happens from there on out, which leads into two. Huh?
1: Thank you for the history lesson. We were just talking about how the game, how Judgment works into it to be able to justify it being called like Delta. uh, Well, uh,
0: that's where I'm moving on with, because in Ultimate Edition, they added in a whole extra chapter to the game, which I think if they were to do a collection version two would benefit from that by making the dlc um i'm I'm spacing the name of it right now but it's something separate roads or whatever where it's like right after spoiler alert dom murders his wife because he finally finds her after years of searching and she's all brainwashed by the locust and tortured he kills his wife and then you get you have to exit the game launch up the dlc to play the events of what happens next, because there is a time jump in the actual main story in Mm 2. But in the DLC, you get to either go in stealth or you could go in guns blazing to kind of reflect on how your dom would feel about the situation. You could be smart and go in stealth, and then doms just really hurt and frustrated as you run into characters from the first game that kind of get fleshed out more in that DLC. Or you could be a total angered that you're what you just had to kill your wife and go in guns blazing and kill everything, which is the fun option. Sure. And then you got three, which three had the DLC that brought back the characters from judgment to kind of explain how the rest of the crew got onto the island where the game ends. And then the one that I can't see fitting in is tactics. Because Tactics is literally just a prequel to 5. Because it explains... Um,
1: well, Tactics takes place before all of the events of yes, the entire so game. Like It goes ta- back to like, before the first.
0: Right? Yes. Ta- tactics takes place slightly after Judgment. Judgment takes place before Tactics. Right. But well, Tactics takes place before 1. Because you know about in that case,
1: in that case, Gears Tactics would then slide right in between there and would be but
0: tactics as of right now. I'm on the final chapter of tactics in my playthrough, and it has nothing to do with Marcus or anybody from the other games. You're literally playing as the father of um Kate from four and five it's explaining Kate's bloodline because when 5 came out you get you find out that she is spoiler in relation of locust she has locust dna yes and she's going insane because of it and so tactics in its own way kind of explains her bloodline because it gives background on her father who was a cog soldier and her mother who was part of the Stranded but was the daughter of Queen Mira who was the Locust Queen. Yes. So I guess it ties into that because it ties into the Locust bloodline. So it would be in there kind of how ODST is in there because it deals with the events of Middle of 2 and Ending of Halo 2. Yes. But to continue on, on that tangent, I think Resident Evil would do well with a kind of Halo Master Chief collection.
1: Being able to access all the games from yes, one.
0: Because look <laughs> on my hard drive, as I scroll down to the R category, I have every single Resident Evil game downloaded right now, which takes up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15 spaces.
1: Yes, but okay. how much storage is it taking?
0: Okay. I'm gonna do this. Resident Evil 1 takes 14.8 gigs.
1: Are you yes. wanting me to write these down?
0: Write these down. We're we're gonna see exactly how big the Resident Evil collection is.
1: Okay, give me a sec. Uh, I'm just going to go straight into the calculator. All right. 14.8. 8.
0: Resident Evil Zero is 10.9. 10. 10.9. 10. Resident Evil Two is 22.4. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Three is 22.6. Resident Evil 4 is 10.6. Oh, shit. I accidentally launched Resident Evil 5. Hold on. Fuck, 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 fuck,
1: fuck, So fuck, while fuck. you're uh, trying to close that down, <laughs> um, so there's there's a couple more games that come to mind. I'm not going to go into too much detail.
0: Resident uh, Evil 5 is 15.9.
1: I will continue my tangent as soon as we're done.
0: Resident Evil 6 is 17.8. Resident Evil 7 is 22 flat. Code of Veronica is 2.6. Hmm. Operations Raccoon City is 7.1. Reverse is 6.9. Resistance is 28.8. Revelations 1 is 12 flat. mm mm-hmm. Revelations 2 excuse me I farted is 22.3
1: are you going to keep this entire thing in the podcast?
0: yes I've put this much effort into it it's staying and Resident Evil 8 is 27.2
1: hang on Revelations the first one was 12 Yes. Revelations 2 was 22.3 Where's seven? I
0: already six said seven. seven. I already did six and seven. Oh. No. You should have 15 things put in into the calculator.
1: 3, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 15. OK, yeah.
0: 243.9 gigs. All right, I think it's damn. How many gigs do you think the Master Chief Collection is?
1: 117.
0: That's very specific. (laughs) How would he pull 117 out of his mind? Oh my God. No joke. The Master Chief Collection is 117.9. they they purposely did that because john spartan 117 that is fucking clever i've never noticed that and that is the greatest thing i've seen today okay but i just think it would be better if everything was under one thing to where i could just click that and then i have all the halo games apart from infinite and five under one banner
1: right well you mean you're, you're meaning for resident evil
0: click on it and then everything's there
1: yes at least all the remasters.
0: Nice. it would be cool you like you launch up resident evil the umbrella collection or whatever you want to call it umbrella collection is just a running title right now and it's like it loads up the like little circular umbrella symbol does the flashy lights up that it does umbrella yeah. our goal is life itself whatever and then it's like Oh, the whole repertoire of games.
1: Yeah, it was, um, so I actually, my screen, I I think I had showed you, it was the uh, Umbrella Corporation workstation Yeah. where it does a whole launch sequence. And then it actually has boxes that could totally work for like the games. And then if you click one of the earlier ones, then it goes like containment breach and then launches the game or something like that.
0: That would be be amazing. It's Capcom, just- are you listening?
1: Capcom, are Capcom, you listening? come on!
0: We're giving you million-dollar ideas
1: here. All right, this is Lots a great idea. Make so much fucking
2: money.
1: launch the games under a new game. See,
0: um, screw, screw, remaking Resident Evil Five. What you do is you make a collector's edition, announce Resident Evil Five as part of it, and make so much fucking money.
1: <laughs> uh, Going back to what I was saying a minute ago, though, and I'm going to jump away from Resident Evil now. Arkham series. You kind of
0: have series. that though with relay. Uh, you kind of have both of those though with the Handsome Jack collection you get two in pre sequel,
1: but it'd be. Well, cool we're talking about like Master Chief Collection kind of thing where all, all the games up to a certain point are under the same banner. Yeah. Which I guess Handsome Jack with the that collection technically it does because I think it has two pre sequel and
0: well now you could buy a newer Handsome Jack pack that puts in one pre sequel two and then I think three is bundled with it as well now
1: uh, and then you said with uh, Arkham
0: Arkham has the Return to Arkham collection which does. Arkham Asylum and Arkham City and then after the return to Arkham collection came out they did another one that added in Arkham Knight with some like minor changes to it which I still think you know Arkham Origins should be in that list Arkham Origins needs a needs to come out on newer systems or be at least released backwards compatible because Arkham Origins was one of the better Arkham games um, Even though it wasn't made by Rocksteady, it's still part of the series and should be included.
1: Did you ever play Origins? Assassin's Creed Origins? Yeah. Okay, do you remember in the very beginning of it launching up with the um, Abstergo, uh like whole program? And then it had a bunch of different games that you were able to launch?
0: I think that would be do pretty that. cool. I think that'd be pretty cool. So it's like when you launch the Assassin's Creed collection, like let's say when they remake Assassin's Creed 1 and release that, it's like Abstergo Industries. And then you have a category from like Assassin's Creed 1, 2, Brotherhood Revelations 3, Freedom's Cry, blah, 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 all the way down to where we're at now with Valhalla. Because it's in game canon that the games are games in the universe. The games exist within themselves
1: they're also in the watchdogs universe.
0: Yes, cuz Far Cry, Watchdogs and Assassin's Creed all take place in the same semi-connected. Uh, Far Cry is a little bit more out there. They've tried connecting it in with Watchdogs and Assassin's Creed, but Watchdogs right. and Assassin's Creed 100% take place in the same universe. Because Aiden Pierce in Watchdogs 1 kills an abstergo employee. doesn't eight.
1: kill captures no he kills him he captures he kills him he captures he kills him he can capture he kills him
0: look it up look it up right now we're good we're gonna solve this he kills him he blows up the vehicle that he's in
2: The things we go to to prove a point. (laughs) Look it up, motherfucker. Watch Dog.
0: Because even the movie is canon in Assassin's
2: Creed. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot that Watchdog's Legion has an actual assassin in it. Yes. And she's a descendant of the Friar twins. Aiden Pierce,
0: Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So I'm looking at it right now and the image that is from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, when you're playing as the actual person and she checks her emails, you see an image of Aiden Pierce standing on a bridge next to an exploded car, executing
2: the Abstergo employee. I never killed him in my game.
0: In my game, I blew up his vehicle. I didn't execute him like this, but in game canon, it, he shot, he shoots and kills the Abstergo employee from uh, Black Flag. Because it, it, the game where Watchdog takes place in is during the events of Black Flag, because when you're testing out the Black Flag game, there's a head honcho who is your boss, and then like at the end of the game... He is killed and replaced by another guy that is like, "Hey, I know you're with the assassins. You're now trapped right. here."
1: They keep talking about Watchdogs Legion. Um, yeah, crossover.
0: I need to play more of that.
1: Anyway, me and you will figure that one out later.
0: I think we've hit a very good stride for this Raw Thoughts as we've talked mainly about games, which is what our channels are about.
1: we all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, Raw Thoughts. Raw really Thoughts. just going tangent to tangent to tangent to tangent. We sort of had a main theme that was kind of like going through there. Not really, but I mean... it. Well, was we talked about remasters.
0: Yeah. We talked about remasters and there's a lot more we could say, and there probably will be a lot more that we'll say next week and next week's raw thoughts. Cause we're going to be doing another one while I'm there with you, but uh, we're We're going to close out today's episode. We hope you guys and gals and everybody in between enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to see any more of our content, you can find links to all of our things down below in the description you can find this podcast on any of your podcast listening devices and apps. You can find the video format of this on YouTube at Nerdgasmic Goodfellas. That is N E R D G A Z M I C G W O D F L or F E L L A S, Nerdgasmic Goodfellas. You can find me at Rune Eldred. That's capital R Y U N N space capital E L D R E D. You can find my Let's Plays, blog skits, all that other good shits there. Um, Boss Boss, anything you would like to add in social media wise, your Twitch, whatever? Uh,
1: I mean, I have a Twitch. I'm working on actually getting that going. I'm...
0: I know. I was going to add the link to it in the last description, but I didn't because I don't have the link to it and you haven't been live streaming yet.
1: Yeah. I've, was like the I've been busy with, with other things, mainly getting a washer fixed. Yeah, you've
0: apartment. you've had a lot of things that you've been working on lately that you need more attention to. Um, but yeah, you can find our socials and everything down there. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Raw Thoughts, and we look forward to kind of continuing these tangents and probably the next one. We don't know if it'll just be us two, um, Brian beyond John is more likely going to be joining us in the next zoom call because the week that I'm staying with you is the week that Brian's getting everything set up at his new house in Kansas in which he is going to be doing a lot more live streams. He's planning to be doing dead space in preparation of the re our reboot that is coming out in a couple of months. So you guys can look forward to that. He's really funny, and his commentary on horror games is absolutely golden. So, we'll close this out. We look forward to another Raw Thoughts and whatever fucking idea Mr. Retro will come up with for a competitive podcast. Bye-bye, everybody.
1: Bye, everybody. Also, Timmy you were I what? Cut. <laughs> you were